0: The following show is a rebroadcast of an earlier recording. asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals Show that past performance is not indicative of future results thanks for tuning in you're listening to mcnamara on money i'm Alyssa mcnamara reed my co-host this morning my father michael mcnamara thank you so much for being here standing by lovely to host with you uh before we get back to our topic we're going with a caller so we have alan from weymouth good morning alan good
1: morning how are you folks today well
0: thank you how are you what can we do for you
1: Uh, Well, I have a a question to ask, and I think I'm not the only one that needs this question answered. Uh, A week ago, my wife passed away. And when that happened, what happened to the other spouse on Social Security? Both of us were collecting Social Security for years. So what happened? Does that change my amount? I assume that my wife stopped, and as soon as I... Get them. I suppose I should bring a copy of her death certificate to the local social security office. And what else do I need to know? Thank you.
0: Are you going to hang on the line with us, or are you hanging up, Alan?
1: Uh, I can listen for a minute until.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, well, stay, first, w- uh, stay with us as long as yeah. you can, please. Okay.
0: First of all, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, regarding social security for married couples, the when one spouse passes, basically it's not basically the higher of the two benefits stays with the surviving spouse so is your social security income higher than your wife's was or was sure was hers the larger of the two
1: Uh, i got around approximately 500 and she got a little over 800.
0: okay so if her social security was the smaller of the two then her social security income would stop and yours would remain the same so there will be there will be no changes. If your income was lower than hers, you would receive the larger of the two going forward. But because yours is bigger, it's my understanding that there would be no change. Okay. Okay. Over
1: uh, time, that uh, Social Security can provide two hundred and fifty-five dollars for the person' uh, finance, finance, finances at end. Is that possible, or is that fine? No, I think that is still yeah. the case. That's I think that's basically a, small a burial death, uh,
0: yeah. award, basically. Yes. Yeah, a small, a small, little death benefit. Yes. So, yeah, you would, you, you should notify the Social Security Administration. I'm assuming you can go that, do that online, or, or just call them. I'm not sure if you can just pop into the offices right now. Actually, I don't know if they're open, uh, are they?
2: actually, the uh, funeral home right. will probably take care oh. of filing that. That's, that's a service that funeral homes can often provide. By the way, Cool, cool. Home. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Alan, uh, we, I got a couple questions questions for you, but have you, do you have some more for us? Uh, this is, a again, we're so sorry, but this is a, one of the subjects we were going to touch on today. So do you have some more questions for us?
1: Right now, that was the main one that I have. So as soon as I can, soon, I should bring a copy of that certificate to the Social Security office or call them and then work from there. Yes. Uh, okay. Thank you. Have a good day and stay safe. Uh,
2: okay. Thank you, Alan. All right, Alan, take okay. care. Uh, we're going to uh, touch on death and dying here at some point. Maybe now, maybe next week or if we do the show. But, yeah. but yeah. Um you know we'll leave that alone thank you for the call Alan and good luck with that I guess my yeah. last comment is that n- nobody's if you'd like to
1: make a call please hang up and oh. try again
0: where's <laughs> Tim help, can you hang, hang up, up the phone, Tim? and Tim? dial your operator <laughs> I thought it sounded weird Hello? after he hung up the phone <laughs> which he didn't actually
2: small town radio thank
0: you Tim thank you all set
2: uh, so, so n- nobody's prepared emotionally for, no. for yeah. something like that but yeah. I was going to ask him and as politely as I could that you know have they done some planning about this in terms of, you know, wills and powers of attorney and and wh- wh- where do I want to be buried? I mean, uh. there's some uncomfortable problems that arise or discussions that arise, uh, you know, planning for the death of anybody sort of a thing. And that was a, a yeah. call, you know, you, 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 I guess the the short story, and we, we might not get into it th- this show, but the short story is it's, uh, it's a problem that people hate to talk about or easy to ignore. Uh, and there are so many things that fall, f- flow from that happening, that it's just a huge piece of a financial issue that people need to deal with. Hopefully, as far in advance as you possibly can. And yeah. uh, that's just the end right now. We can get into the details at some point about yeah. that.
0: Yeah, Um I, I feel like we'll do a whole show on that. You, you know,
2: that we, I gonna say we have got three yeah. or four related to that. So yeah,
0: yeah. Because you know, a year or two or three ago, probably now, you did a whole bunch of work putting together. A piece for families to help walk them through, um, financially speaking and and otherwise, um, after a family member passes. So, I think we should probably do a whole show on that topic. You know, you having some personal experience in the last few years. Oh, yeah. yeah. um, uh, Okay. Let's get back to our list of financial stuff people hate to talk about.
2: Number four of 20. Um, (laughs) Yes.
0: And I actually wanted to go to number four on the list. No kidding. In your order order here that you put together. All right. So start with the problem. So so the problem, financially speaking, is living a long life.
2: There you go. Yeah, you know, it's a plus and minus to looking at that yeah, as a I know. problem, right? I said
0: financially speaking. <laughs> yeah, good, good point. Yeah, yeah I, good point. And, and, yeah. Um, but fin- But it's something that needs to be planned for quite carefully if someone is is going to live a long life, or that should be planned for. Um, it's financially a uh, stress to the portfolio. Yeah. It can be if, if you know someone lives a long life. In other words, assets need to last longer, yeah. um, and can be a stress to the portfolio in the way of added expenses later in life. If someone needs um, help, extra services, uh, long-term care services, whether it's at home or or uh in an assisted living or nursing home, et cetera, um, but can be a financial stress to the portfolio, so i 'm going with the problem financially yep. of living a long life
2: yep, okay, and assuming you still know who you are, hopefully uh, but anyway yeah. so so yeah, um by the way, th- this one fits in the either some people hate thinking about it or some people just ignore thinking about it you know it kind of depends uh and and unfortunately uh usually the trigger for people starting to think about it is that a loved one or a dear friend or a family friend had that experience and it kind of gets them thinking but anyway yeah. uh, so, so 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 the short story is that in uh in these days when we're living and living longer uh you know at some point in in uh many lives of folks listening to this show there's going to be some time Spent in a long-term care facility. By the way, this is not a medical issue, folks. It's right. a care for yourself issue. That's very different, which is why it's not it, paid. for. It's
0: interesting you said that because yeah. I, I try to bring you know this topic yeah. up to all my clients when appropriate yeah. and where appropriate, yeah. 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 and you know I start talking about you know long-term care, et cetera, and and the ve- a very common response is, "Well, we take really good care of ourselves. We're really healthy." Yeah and but but and 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 it's like well that's the that's exactly the point <laughs> yeah. if, right right <laughs> if, if someone is healthy and takes good care of themselves that could translate to living a long life and that's exactly the financial problem yeah. right yep. it's not people sort of think you know what i mean they think about it backwards yep. i think yep. Yep. um if, if someone it's awful to think about, but was sick and passes quickly without needing care, that's not a financial strain. Yeah. It's actually the people that are healthy and and which can sometimes lead to living a long life. That's exactly the problem. Yeah.
2: And it's tough to get data to make decisions on this. A, it's scary and it's, t- and it's expensive one way or another to deal with it. Mm. And it's Probably more expensive not to. So if you can, if you can. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about here. But but you know, I, the, the, you know, the first thing you got to think about when you're talking about is it a risk? You know, what are the odds that it's going to happen to me or a spouse? I mean, I think that's a, anytime you have a yeah. a problem that involves risk, you're asking yourself what are the chances? Uh, I I was noodling around uh, the internet in my uh, you know fourth or fifth grade fashion uh, and and. Somewhere I'd said seventy. There's a seventy percent chance that anybody, okay, yeah. b- before uh, before you die, of spending some time either being cared for at home for yeah. some period of time, yeah. and or in a in a in nursing home care, okay, which is by the way administrative care and and it's not medical, not medical care. care. D- yeah, d- there's a, that's just, why they're yeah. the different. Okay, yeah. well. You know, if you listen to just an insurance person, you know, it, it, you, you got to kind of figure. Well, you know, how how long? You know, what what are the breakdown of the statistics beneath that? And I'm not sure if you'll we'll ever get them, to be perfectly honest with you. Maybe there are some independent organizations that kind of help you out.
0: Right. There are but insurance companies yeah, that do the study. Yeah, but but, but they're the, pretty comprehensive. Yeah, but
2: but the, I, I think the the first comment is it's a problem. That's pretty widespread in terms of the proportion of people it's going to affect
0: somehow. It's, it's a bigger risk yeah. than people think that yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a, 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 a big a,
2: risk. Ag- Agree. Okay, uh, and and, uh, and unfortunately, okay, um, th- th- there are only as near as I can figure, there are only four ways you can deal with this. Okay, and we'll kind of break them out here. But, yeah. You know, so so what do you do? Okay, well. You can purchase insurance. I'm just going to list them. We're going to go back and kind of tear them apart here in a moment. Okay. But, or I'm sorry, analyze them. Okay. But uh, you know you can buy the insurance to protect you against that. Okay. There are some legal strategies that I believe still work that may help you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you have the assets, you have a choice about whether you decide to run that risk and pay for it for, on your own. And if you don't have the assets, you don't have any choice. You had this risk, and it's probably gonna, you know, it could be pretty kind of nasty. So mm-hmm. those are like the four. You want? I, I can't think of any more ways. Generically to deal uh, with, I this. think
0: that under that fourth one, yeah. whereas you don't have the assets, you can apply for Medicaid. Or, the state state would assist you. Yeah, I th- yeah, is I think that's what you meant by yeah. the fourth one. Another state, you don't
2: you don't have public a assistance. You're going yeah. to be if it happens. It's possible that all your assets are going to be concern, consumed down to like ninety thousand. But I mean, I don't want to get into all and of you that. You apply but the, for, but, Medicaid, but the bottom line yeah. is that that's Medicaid. Yep. You know, planning and you know, I. I I, 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 get, I go way back and forth on this per- personally. Uh, I, I you know the the whole Medicaid planning thing. I, I get what it is, but you know personally where I come from, if it's your problem, you should pay for it. But that's but that's not speaking as a financial advisor, but speaking from myself. Sort yeah. Of okay. And
0: I've had one client to me ever say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I, that they don't believe in why, applying why, why, for state assistance. You, yeah, I have yeah, assets. I would use my money.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I understand. So that, yeah. that's a whole philosophical thing. I'm not yeah. going any further than that. But anyway, so let's take them kind of in order and break them down. Okay, yep. okay. So so okay, purchasing the insurance is a pretty expensive proposition. Okay, um, do you want to round it off to, to give you a number to talk about so we can focus on something? And again, folks, <laughs> you, 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 it can cost from ten dollars. To uh, fifty thousand dollars, depending on what you buy. Or yeah. But you want to round it off. I wish there was an average. It, it,
0: well, so whenever I, I cringe a little bit when yeah. someone talks about how expensive yeah. the insurance is. So yeah. let me just put that into perspective yeah. a little bit. Okay. First of all, yes, it's more expensive than like what people are used to paying for life insurance. That's correct. There are certain types of life insurance policies, term, for example, which are very inexpensive, but generally never pay you anything. Yep. Yeah. Um, Long-term care, yes, is more expensive than that, but, for example, you could pay $6,000 a year for access to, for example, $350,000. Yeah, so way, in, you, when you, you put it in that perspective, yeah, folks,
2: you buy a pot of money. Is, what we're is that
0: expense? Yeah. Is it expensive to spend six thousand for access to yeah. three hundred thousand? Yeah. That's not expensive to yeah. me. Yeah. And and that's what insurance is. It's leverage. Yeah. It's I'm going to pay a small amount yeah. in case I need this big amount. And and based on our you know discussion just now, there's a pretty high chance. There's a significant chance that you would need access to that. Amount. So so in that one regard, that's not expensive. I, if you think about, you know, how many years you'd have to pay that, you know, that's different for everybody, yes, the cost adds up and you could allocate a lot of money to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know, I, I, I it, traditional long-term care insurance policies for people like, for example, in their 60s or early 70s, maybe yeah. looking at that. Yeah. yeah, several hundred dollars a month per person. Yeah. Three, four, five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. You, Personally, your yeah. mom and
2: I pay a little over yeah. $10,000 a year yeah. for that. Yeah, T- total. Yeah,
0: yeah. Total Actually, between the two of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. you placed policies uh, early. Ten, about 10 years. Yeah, ago. so early enough where the yeah. price was lower. You could have some increases in your future yeah. in those and premiums. By the way, f- f- yeah, funny
2: story, I got denied. I think we applied for it at age 62 I got denied because I you had a get I had a knee operation that got scoped. I was walking around 2 weeks later and they said, "Nope, we can't you can't qualify. Yeah. You got to wait a year or I something." I remember that. I I, I can but well, you know, think about it. But anyway, the the bottom line is that in By the way, let's go over some costs. I forgot to Okay, so, so I, I just again, according to Mr. Google, okay, in Massachusetts, uh, a private room in a nursing home facility in Massachusetts, $13,000 a month? Yeah. 100, uh, $156,000 a 14 year. Fourteen or $15,000, yeah. i have
0: heard yeah. easily. Yeah. A month, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: okay. A- average, by the way, across the country, add 50% for the Northeast, Okay. cost of home care on average. Again, folks, these are just averages. It could be That's nothing or $7,000. That, seven that times one's that. all over the yeah. map. But anyway, yeah. average cost of home care, okay, a home care aid at $27 an hour, $63,000. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. part-time. Uh, and and that's part-time. Yep. Okay, And by the way, I did get a cost of insurance for a couple age 65, according uh, to the balance, which is a website, is it's called $6,000. This is the average across the country of a long-term well, care program. Okay, yep, okay. Yep. 6000 yep. Okay, by the way, that doesn't say how big the pot of money right. is. It right. doesn't say how long it goes for. It yeah. doesn't say whether, whatever sort of a thing. i like
0: in the middle of the road, yeah, probably yeah. mid six, somebody in their 60s. Yeah, so, yeah fairly so, healthy. Again,
2: yeah. in the Northeast, add 25 to 50% of that number. But anyway, so th- those are the costs, folks. Th- those are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the insurance, if you can afford it, is the cleanest way to do it. I agree. Okay. If you can afford it. But you know how many people can afford to write checks, uh, either per person for five or six or seven thousand dollars a year, or three or four or five thousand. So it's not. So unfortunately, there's just not yeah. a high percentage of people who can pay for it out of cash flow. Okay, and, and, and so the insurance is not a realistic solution for a lot of folks. Yeah, that, that's all.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, and, and so that's number one.
0: But for the folks that have the largest amount of assets at risk. Yeah. Than the where, where, in my opinion, it's more appropriate to carry that insurance yep. than generally it would be affordable.
2: Yep, yep. But, and you may have a nest egg big enough yeah. to carry that cost. Kind of depends on the circumstances. Yeah, and
0: and, w- and you said most people can't afford it out of cash flow. Yep. I don't know if you meant like fixed income type cash flow or if you're factoring in portfolio yeah,
2: yeah, income I, I, exactly. ca- cash flow. Well, and, if, you, if you're not retired, you're taking it out of cash flow
0: okay fair enough you okay. think thinking someone not re- retired yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. okay it's great that we're in different generations because we come at things a little I bit know. differently when yeah, you start yeah. thinking it's pretty cool yep. uh, anyway so yeah so, uh, so they're, they're pretty significant costs I have a dear friend it's $30,000 a month for at home care a dear friend Okay, you want to think about that for a minute. Okay, so what, what what's the cost to have care at home? Well, do you need three you, do you need uh, three different nurses there, eight hours a day, full time shift? Do you need somebody to come in and wash dishes and go buy the groceries, uh, whatever? Yeah. Okay, it's a risk, and you have to at least think about it. Okay, so yeah. rule number the thought number one is the insurance. For the most of the folks listening to us, that's not a realistic or affordable thing. Plain, plain and simple. So, sorry, but that's just how it is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be careful here on the legal side, but uh, at least as far as we understand it today, we'll qualify this, there are some legal strategies mm-hmm. uh, uh, that one could apply, uh, in, and I'll speak in the state of Massachusetts because that's kind of what we're mostly familiar with, where theoretically, under certain circumstances, you could protect protect your home from from nursing home care and or you might be able to protect some of your assets. So if you can't... If you can't afford the insurance and you want to try to do something about it, okay, probably the legal avenue is the next. Choice, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. pretty
0: common to yeah. at least you know work with an attorney to look to protect equity in the home yeah. because you can still live in the home. Yep. You just can't access the equity. It's not like quite as scary as as giving your assets away when you yeah. you, you know you give up equity in the home because many people don't rely on the equity in the home in yeah. their retirement it, anyway. You know, it's so an irrevocable trust
2: yeah. kind of. It, there's, it, we don't get into the details. We're just touching on the broad brush, but yeah. but there are some issues with that. By the way, as financial planners. Okay. Uh, Sometimes you solve one problem and create another one, Mm -hmm. and there are some disadvantages Mm -hmm. to putting your home, okay, in a in an irrevocable trust. And and we've seen a few of those over the Mm -hmm. years. You know, uh, let's see. I'll I'll make up a. I'll make it up, but folks, I've seen this happen numerous times in my career. Okay, we have a a a single person, a, a widow. Uh, elderly has a home wants to leave their home to their children. Okay, uh, put put the home in that irrevocable trust. She can live there and do all kinds of stuff, but she's it's not accessible. It's not her money anymore. Right. Sort of a thing. Right. Okay, uh, a- and by the way, if if she has sufficient assets outside the home to live, she's okay. Mm-hmm. But if she didn't, if she needed to access the equity in her home as part of her retirement income strategy you can't do that inside of an irrevocable trust. So, folks, if you're going to put your home in a trust and or some money in a trust, you better have enough money left, A, to get you through five years of making sure the trust is legal, but also get you through the rest of your life for income. We've had a few folks we know run out of money, okay, and they couldn't get to their uh, home. They didn't know that, okay, sort of a thing. So so, uh, all of these decisions, I guess the the thought here is that for any of these decisions you need to do a lot of thinking and talk to maybe an accountant an attorney or a financial planner because there's different things that can ha- you know solve one problem create another you may well have to you may be doing something like that but anyway so legal strategies are possible but there are some downsides yeah. that, you, that you that you had better plan for and be able to afford mm-hmm. sort of a thing okay so the the third issue is I've got enough assets or enough cash flow to do that
0: Okay? To, pay, to pay on my own, to meaning. pay, to, to pay, t- on to, own to, to yeah. take the risk, to self, self-insure. self, yeah. self fund,
2: self fund with the ability yeah. to do so. Is I guess how I would say that. Yeah. Okay? And I, I go two ways on that. If you're if you're self fund, and you hate insurance companies and hate insurance premiums and decide to, go, by the way, very con- this is a hate, okay, for many people. Yeah. Th- 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 that problem is a hey, hate, okay. Uh, th- then what you're going to do? is you're going to say, I'll self-fund it, and you can. And by the way, we have folks who could Yeah, $150,000. you
0: are probably talking about a portfolio in the multi-millions yeah, 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 if you're talking yeah, about million, self-funding. A m- million and a half or more couple million months. plus yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But there are folks who could do that and decide to do that. Okay. Uh, By the way, if it comes to that, they'll kick themselves, okay? And or if it comes to that... No, they
0: won't, but the kids will be mad.
2: Well, by the way, they should have told their kids. By the way, if if you decide...
0: It's not the the person that needs the care that's mad about it. It's it's, it's the family. It's the kids.
2: If you're going to self-fund and make that decision, we respect that after lots of analysis and stuff. But tell your kids... Because they're the ones that are going to say, "Well, why, you know, what? Didn't you talk with a financial advisor about uh, your your long term care costs?" Yeah. Okay. So, so the short story is, if you choose to self fund, congratulations. Okay, you have if you think make you have sure, the assets do to do calculate, that. Calculate do some calculations. Yeah, make and, sure, yeah. and, and, and do some research. Okay. However, it's kind of funny on the other side of that. If you had a single person with a million and a half dollars in a retirement plan, they could also probably afford to pay. For the long-term care insurance, oh, yeah. okay. So if if you can afford to that's self fund, think about it. If you can afford to self yeah. fund, there's a pretty good chance you could afford to pay for the insurance.
0: There's a hundred percent chance yeah, you could afford well, the insurance. Well, it's pretty if, high. Yeah, sure. If, yeah, okay. if you can self fund. So, so if yeah. you
2: decide to self fund, why would you? And the answer is, you hate insurance companies. You hate premiums. And yeah. that's that. And or. Okay, I, I'm i comfortable doing that, I have no heirs, I have no kids, okay, uh, yada yada. That's it right yeah. there. Yeah. It,
0: generally people that don't have kids are okay, are comfortable taking this yeah. risk yeah. without worrying and, about, and, and yeah, that's okay. and that's fine. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. As, as certified financial planners, we just talk about all the different aspects and, yeah. and as, as long as people have enough of information to make whatever choices they can, Go for it. That, yeah, that, that, that's the deal, sort of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you're selfing, if you're self funding, we respect that. Just kind of, I think, silly not to buy the insurance if you. Yeah, I, the I do agree. Yeah. I
0: do agree with that. Okay. Um, all right, we Holy need to take a moly. break. Yes, we're talking about <laughs> financial stuff people hate to talk about. So we're going to talk about it today, and just let you. Uh, make you aware of risks, etc. You're listening to McNamara on Money. I'm Alyssa McNamara-Reed, joined by my father, Mike McNamara, this morning, tag-teaming today. And we're uh, just taking a quick break. We'll be right back.
1: Are you ready to get organized? Let's consolidate those old accounts and make sure your investment strategies are appropriate. This is Kirk Reed, a certified financial planner with McNamara Financial in Marshfield. Find out more at McNamaraFinancial.com.
0: And we're back. You're listening to McNamara on Money. I'm Alyssa McNamara-Reed joined by my father mentor uh, business partner Mike McNamara founder of McNamara on Money
2: yeah. Oh gosh you don't say that at work when we're in company meetings for crying out loud <laughs> Oh am I
0: making you feel old Yeah <laughs> no. I thought I was going to I thought that would be complimentary calling you. you my mentor It is complimentary
2: <laughs> Thank you I appreciate that
0: um, we are talking about financial stuff that you don't want to talk about, so we're talking about it this morning, and we're barely through our outline here, but we'll we'll follow it up with another show in the near future. Um, so before the break, we were chatting about um, the financial problem that is living a long life, and the and potentially, I should say, problem that's living a long life, and the pot- uh, potentially significant cost of someone needing care later in life and, and the expense of that and the four ways to deal with it. And we got through one, two, three, right? Yep. We got through insurance, self-funding. Um ba- ba- and, basically Oh and, it, legal it, strategies. and legal strategies. Yep. And yeah. then the fourth one is yeah. relying on state assistance, yeah. i.e. Yeah. Medicaid. Yeah.
2: And I just uh, I I have a, had a meeting a few weeks ago that I wanted to kind of describe here, which is which is mm-hmm. a I, I met some folks that I For the first time um, and probably the last time a few weeks ago uh, and they were concerned about medicaid planning okay which is basically they they wanted to basically protect assets yeah they wanted to protect asset and and the only the only asset that they had of consequence was their home which was worth a fairly good chunk of money okay Okay. and with no mortgage okay sort of a thing so so that was good Uh, financial assets and retirement plans cash not much uh, and and income uh from social security well that's not stellar anyway, but whatever so that 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 was their income and they wanted to protect the home okay by putting it in a trust okay and they were and and, and that's and I that guess was their only asset yeah but see that was like their own mostly yeah. their only asset yeah, and basically so the, 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 they started off with that as well how can I help it that's what we're talk about. And, you know it ended up well, well wait a minute now so you understand you could could lose this for a nursing home if somebody goes in okay or maybe you could pay for some of it but yeah you know, it, it, yeah it's possible but if they put it in the trust they were their their life was social security income for the rest of their life and they weren't old I mean they they yeah. could have used the equity in their home to live a Probably, and they didn't think about Potentially
0: that. Potentially a better life, yeah, yeah, yeah. more and, satisfying and, and life. B- believe yeah. me, they
2: weren't in, in huge, you know, their life was okay, but it was nothing special sort of a thing. I, yeah. I, I just, you know, it, it's a hard decision. There's no right or wrong. But so you take this, you know, asset that was worth maybe seven or $800,000 with no mortgage. That by the way, if you stuck a reverse mortgage on it, you could live happily ever after for the, probably for the rest of your life, at least with their their yeah. income. Yeah. And, and they want to protect it for their kids, which I, I get. But they were they were going to pay for that, okay? Now, granted, if they went into a nursing home both of them next week, that was the right thing to do. But who who knows about yeah. those stitches like that? So it was just really sad. How old were they? Okay, they were uh, mid seventy, um, close to seventy, plus yeah. or minus. Yeah. yeah. And. and It was just, it was just kinda, I left that saying, it's just, there's no really good decision there. If they go in a nursing home, they should have put it in the trust, maybe. And if they don't go in a nursing home, they just traded the rest of their lives for it, with maybe a little fun or a little excitement or a little travel, yeah. sort of a thing, or, or maybe getting the house painted. I mean, you know, sort of a yeah. thing. So it's just a.
0: Or if they didn't yeah. like, if that wasn't their forever yeah. house, if they could downsize to yeah. something less expensive, take a couple yeah. hundred off the table, yeah. live on that, yeah. and then protect the that, newer, that, less expensive that was, house. That
2: was a decision yeah. we had. Okay, I don't know where they ended up, oh, okay. uh, but and I don't, I don't know, but they loved the house. I, uh, who, who knows? But yeah, you know, it, my, my whole point is. It ain't a subject that's fun to talk about for anybody, no, even if you can afford the insurance or do this or that or the other thing. But by the way, the the legal strategies—I don't know what—two, three thousand, four thousand dollars to do the.
0: Oh, I would think four uh, or five w- thousand w- w- well, you're talking, talking about for some lately? trust work. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To protect the home right. and protecting an s- asset yeah. like that, you know, certainly yeah. worth the money if that's the right decision for your family yeah. in terms of the legal yeah. work to do so. Yeah. Um, but I you know what i i there's there's a lot of my clients that I talk to about this and they're interested in the legal strategy, yeah. or we determine that either the insurance they don't yeah. want it or can't get it or whatever yeah. and you know I do something I make, think make it's your best guess yeah, yeah, talking with an estate planning or an elder law attorney about legal strategies to protect assets for um for if someone lives a long life then you know i certainly have the conversations get the information think about if it's a good solution to you but i just tell my clients to tread very 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 lightly with that decision because it's a huge decision to literally get assets out give assets away get it Protecting them from uh, the state putting a lien on them, for example, if you need to apply for Medicaid, means that's not yours anymore. Yeah. I gave it away. People and that's and a huge tradeoff. Hu- huge. Huge, huge tradeoff. And, and irrevocable, yeah. meaning you yep. can't change your mind. Yep. Um, so big decision and just tread very, very lightly. And please, please, please. If you're having, if you're thinking about doing this um, and having conversations with your attorney, please loop in your financial professional. There have been a few times over the years where my clients went forward with something like this without yeah. having the conversation with me in yeah. advance. And then the next meeting, like, you oh. said, "You did what? I'm like what?" Yeah. Uh, and and so you know, and and certainly there are situations where I agree it's appropriate, of yeah, course. Sure. But please, 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 just yeah. loop in your financial person so yeah. that you can address, you know. Uh, Address it from that angle as well. uh, Um,
2: Tax person, uh, attorney, and financial planner. Those would be the places to run that by. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Those are good closing comments. It's a high-proportional... Uh, frequency, and it's a big yeah. cost, and you you know at least need to think about it.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. So, listen, we've only got through four of 20 here. I where, know. Where, where you want to go I don't next? know. I didn't
0: look at the rest of the outline. Well,
2: take a minute. Look at that second page. Okay. I know you didn't. Page, so, take a minute. I'll, All right. I'll hum. Uh, so,
0: what see. financial stuff do people hate talking about that we want to talk about? I'm going to say um, health care.
2: All righty. And it's
0: not that people hate talking about it. Yeah, It's that people... They hate paying for it. Yes. (laughs) And they don't think through the potential cost of it, or they don't know to think through it, or they don't understand the potential size of health insurance, of health costs in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't talk about that much on the show, actually, yeah. in terms of just like health insurance and the cost of health care and yeah. all that stuff. I did a show years ago, which I thought was kind of interesting, um, talking about like the relationship between. Um, Oh, I forget what I called it, but we were talking about f- physical health, yep. and it's, it's, I, I was trying to make a relationship between your physical health and well-being and your portfolio's health and well-being, In term, I, and, and the connection was, you know, is it possible that if you take care of yourself physically and mentally and you're physically a well person, yeah. does that translate to less of a stress on your portfolio later in terms of less in the way of medical uh, costs? Uh. Uh, maybe yeah. it was a stretch, but yeah. I, but I was, you know, talking through that and I, and I can't remember I had someone, I had a guest on the show that day that was in the medical field and we were um, sort of talking through that. And I, th- I think there's something to that. I think that, you know, if you take care of yourself physically and mentally and and you have less in the way of you know prescription costs later, and and um, you know visits to specialists, and less in the way of physical problems. Of course, of course, there are things out of you know your control, and even if you take great care of yourself, people, of course, still get sick. But I th- I thought there was something to yeah. that, and I thought that that was well. By interesting. the way, do you
2: see my second line after the number eleven? What's it say? Do you take care of yourself? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and, and so yeah. you know that the, the problem is your health. Yeah. Okay, and and the two parts of it. Or what are you doing about it and uh, and what is what does it have to cost to protect yourself against stuff happening basically so yeah so you know uh so hopefully you know folks who i think i think this is pretty safe to say folks who don't take very good care of themselves probably have a higher proportion of health issues Mm -hmm. and and a bunch of other things than folks who don't and so i guess the first problem about health i didn't say health insurance by the way i said health the first problem is health is that you, you ought to try to take care of yourself as best you can and uh you know, if you're if you're a married couple, both working a bunch of kids, it's pretty hard to make time to do that sort of a thing. So I, I get how difficult it mm-hmm. is, but uh, just just try to get how important it is. You know, kind of given the circumstances. Yeah. But, um, oh,
0: I thought you, I thought your bullet was regarding health insurance well, and the potentially well, well, significant it is. cost well, well, of. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. But
2: but part of it is how healthy you are to begin with. Yeah. But by, by the way, yeah. I, I don't know if you so we have a, I won't use her name, but we have a client who is uh, 88 years old, who mm-hmm. is now a national deadlift champion. Oh, did God, love her. Okay, did, you, her. did you see the picture? <laughs> uh, of
0: course I did. I was there that day when she brought the picture in, and I asked her how much she was deadlifting yeah, at age 88, yeah. uh, and it was 100 pounds. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, so apparently she's taking good care of I herself. Said, she's 88, and she's lifting weights. You're my
0: hero. I want to be you. I want to be the lifting 100 pounds how, when I'm 88 how cool, as well.
2: How cool was and that? And she huh?
0: couldn't weigh 100 pounds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, I was
0: guessing. Yeah, she was out deadlifting her body weight. More power to her. She's to Carol. amazing. More power yeah. to Carol. we'll leave yeah, yeah, it yeah. Yeah. at that. Yeah, <laughs> and, awesome. Anyway, I love it. Yeah.
2: So anyway, so yeah, so uh, so please take care of yourself for as best you can, uh, because uh, you you get more concerned about that the older you get, and it gets yeah. harder. Sort of a thing. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the health insurance. My first comment is, it's stupid. The cost. It's absolutely frightening. Okay, uh, and it's get, it gets worse all the time. I, I I've been saying for years I can't go much higher, but it's pretty silly. Okay, uh, it used to be. This is a tough
0: political oh, issue oh, as well oh, in oh, terms oh, of yeah. why it's getting expensive, oh, and oh. I mean it's just oh, yeah. there's no good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it,
2: but but the <laughs> result it. Yeah. It, oh, it used to be that a good chunk of folks working for fairly good sized companies had that covered. But that's a smaller and smaller proportion that's getting harder and harder every year, because the costs are like astronomical. Okay, so so by the way, if you're fortunate enough folks to have all or a part of your healthcare costs covered at work, you don't have a clue about how much it really costs, and and you ought to think about that. I mean, you know, if you just in case you didn't know, you know, find out if your company is paying all or part of it. How much it, the total costs, and it'll scare the hell out of you. It just—it's it's just, easily—it's
0: it, easily double, it, if it, not four, e- four times or double. five yeah. times as much.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and <clears throat> so, if you're not. Okay, so so luckily, most folks who work for most companies have some kind of health insurance and maybe they're paying most of it, so, there's some, some sort of help. But also, if you're on your own, okay, basically mm. as a self-employed person, then that's a Well, whole, those people understand how yeah, expensive care is. They, Unbelievable. They, they certainly do, yep. okay? Have you got any numbers in your brain about for, for people like that? 2,000
0: a month for a family, Yeah. Okay. 1,000 a month for a single. Hol- holy moly. Yeah, I mean, if the, not more than that.
2: Yeah, holy moly mm-hmm. about that. Uh, for for the folks who are retired, and we have these meetings all the time, okay, you know you 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 get your Medicare, but that ain't the whole thing. You need, you need to get a what's called a supplemental insurance policy, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and so so the math I do, and I think I'm pretty close, is well the premium for Medicare is about 140 bucks,
1: mm-hmm.
2: okay. So there's 140, okay. Um, uh, give me what's your guess? I, I, we'll, we'll do this per person, by the way, just so folks can kind of understand that. So, so uh, a, a supplemental policy that covers the things Medicare doesn't. We won't get into a detail. Yeah, I don't know, hundred de- a month. Okay, uh, hundred, hundred and fifty. Oh, I'm, I'm at. I two, think they're... I'm at, I'm at two fifty for most of the folks we work with. Yeah, I guess. Okay. It...
0: Oh, it, for just the supplement, per, or yeah, is that just, factoring ju- in prescription ju- costs and stuff? Ju- we haven't got
2: there yet. Oh, okay. Just just the supplement, but but yeah, you know, most of the supplements I'm seeing are a couple hundred bucks, two hundred fifty bucks a month. Okay. Okay, and that may include that may include
0: maybe uh,
2: that drugs uh, prescription it, plan. It, it, yeah, it may not yeah. sort of a thing. Okay. So if if people are you know, for, for most of the people that we work with, we would say, well, you're starting off with a buck forty, and you're probably at another two hundred and fifty. Okay, you know, it, that's on the low side if you've got pharma, drug coverage. Okay, well, so so basically you're at $400 a month. Yeah. Okay, for for warm-ups. And by the way, some of the policies have dental on top of this or whatever. So so the the costs we haven't got to doctors visits and copays, okay, sort of a thing, but you know, for for most retired folks to be adequately covered or by the way covered the way you were when you were working. You know, your out-of-pocket costs uh, probably four hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars a month per person.
0: I was just you using okay five hundred a month. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I was going to say, and guess what? That will probably cost you. Yeah. Ten years from now. Yeah. Yeah. More. Nine hundred a month. Yeah. Nine hundred. Easily. A month.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the inflation on healthcare? Costs? I
0: use six so, percent. Yeah. Even if yeah. we used five yeah. percent. That's going to cost you 800 bucks 10 yeah. years from now. Yeah.
2: So, by the way, so folks who are getting, a month. Yeah, getting closer to retirement already know this because they've been thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But, and, and again, if you're, I, I guess if you're working and paying for it yourself and have it, you don't think about it much, I guess, which is good. But, so the people who get scared about this are the folks who are approaching retirement, did some looking around and said, holy moly, what happens next? And it's.
0: A, a, a huge cost for people who re- want to and will be retiring before age before, 65, before age which 65. is a huge yeah, percentage yeah. of the population, <laughs> especially the younger people. Yeah,
2: so if you're going to retire at 62, you've got three years of coverage <clears throat> on your own. And yeah. th- and by the way, lots huge. of people are delaying that because they saw that number, sort of. As yeah, a- okay, Lot-
0: a- lots a- of um, optimistic, young, working professionals now envisioning yeah. earlier retirements. Yep and planning for the potentially very significant cost of health care, especially in those gap years, yeah. oh, pre-age yeah. Medicare, 65, oh, yeah. um, huge. Yep. Certainly something that yep. needs to be planned for carefully.
2: Yeah, so, so I'd say that the average, uh, an av- again, everything is average, folks, but you're talking about four or $500 a month per person mm-hmm. in retirement if you're on Medicare having a decent policy. And again, in Massachusetts everything's more expensive. I'm sorry folks, it's just <laughs> just how it is. We have some of the greatest health care in the world and, yeah. and and there's a reason for that. Uh, but anyway, so it's you know, so we we will budget literally for most or a lot of folks we work with $1,000 a month mm-hmm. okay for health care costs. Well, let's see, that's 12,000 bucks a year. Average social security check across the country is about 14 you know, you want to do a little math. If you didn't, you know, if if you were paying that on just two social security incomes, it's, it's just frightening. It's yeah. just frightening. Okay, uh, and and there's not much you can do about it. I, I, no, you, there's not. No, I mean it's no. Uh, yeah. So, so sorry, folks. There's no no answer. The, the the Massachusetts has the Healthcare Connector, which is a website that would help people, uh, basically, look for insurance if they need some on their own. But it's also a place you can look for supplemental insurance, yeah, okay. and you
0: can enter like your your prescriptions that you take, I think, yeah. right, or something and yeah. kind of match a policy yeah. that's appropriate. And,
2: and you know that the kind of sad thing for that is that there aren't there's not a lot of money in supplemental health care insurance for insurance folks and, yeah. and the people, there's not a lot of help Those available. Those people are few and far between. Yeah, and we know some stuff about that but not as yeah. much as we probably should. So yeah. there's no resources for folks, okay, other than maybe your local senior citizen. Yeah, areas. shine counselors. Yeah, or that, maybe some uh, ARP, yeah. somebody on ARC, But there's there's not enough resources out yeah. there for the folks who have issues paying for that. You know? Peter
0: Stoner has been yeah. on our show yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. he's like he's like a he's a he's a diamond in the rough. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's there those people are so few and far between that specialize well, in health insurance supplements for retirees. Yeah, that's because
2: he's older, comfortable, and can afford to do yeah. that and feels good about doing it. Yeah, you know? so he yeah.
0: he's like a gem and yeah. um and he doesn't it's, there's no out of pocket. Cost to engage him. just So, yeah. Just for example, he's a Medicare supplement specialist yeah. and his website is stonermedicare.com. He's yeah. been on our show before. Yeah. So, for people looking to either reevaluate or looking, you know, turning 65 and going on Medicare and looking for supplemental plans, it's really great to have a professional help you navigate that and, yeah. and pick the appropriate plan. And it's hard to find um, one. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, for, he's great and hopefully he'll work forever. But unfortunately, that won't be the case.
2: So, unfortunately, when it comes to healthcare insurance, we got nothing, folks it's just kind of the way the world is, yeah. and you've got to deal with it. It's just, just got to pay for it's it. It's and... frightening. It's yeah. absolutely frightening, sort yeah. of a thing. But yeah. uh, that's where it sits. All
0: right, ten more minutes. One more topic. Yeah. You pick. pick. pick
2: okay, we got to pick a short one. All right. <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> I'm yeah. I'm not sure if that's possible. Let me think about this now. So, okay, we'll do financial emergencies number two. Okay, that's pretty easy. Okay, so, so uh, for some people. Now, this is a uh, don't think about. This is not a hate. Uh, this is not, it might be an ignore. Yeah. It might be an ignore. Uh, but for most people, it's a don't think about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and so, so the short story is that um, you should probably try to be prepared for financial emergencies in your life. Okay, so, so by the way, financial emergency is not something you can plan for. Yeah. Plan po- so it's not a planned thing. It's like a surprise, okay? And the definition of an emergency, I guess, <laughs> varies with who who you are. But an emergency is not taking a quick trip, uh, you know, to the Caribbean for a long weekend, okay, <laughs> sort of a thing. So so th- there is stuff that happens, bad stuff that happens in people's lives, uh, one of your children's getting divorced, and you need to come up with fifteen thousand dollars for lawyers' fees, or yeah. or to help you. Let's say, who doesn't want to help their child or children in one way, shape, or another? Or Oh, uh, your your one of your children is in business and uh, okay, just just went bankrupt and needs to climb out of this or that or the other thing. Or you need to help. Uh, you know, it's usually children. I was gonna uh, say they, it's
0: all uh, my uh, examples are yeah, either yeah, kids or yeah. somebody was out of work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Out of work is the yeah.
2: biggie. Okay? Yeah. okay, out of work. That's a pretty. You know, let's see. Uh, if I guess if your washing machine breaks down, you need to spend fifteen hundred bucks. That could could be a financial emergency. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. But you know the, the the trick is it's big stuff that you can't plan for and. People want to do something about that or have to do something about that. Okay, mm-hmm. I can tell you some pretty sad stories. Well, you could do of our clients who've made some pretty significant sacrifices in their mm. own lives for the benefit of their kids. And yeah. I, yeah. I get a little teary eyed about some of those things, but that's just that's just what people do. So, so you know, that the point yeah. is that if you if you want to play defense in your life, part of playing defense is having an emergency reserves account in a bank someplace. Okay, so to deal with financial emergencies. So plain it, and simple. Okay, uh, i will trying to think of another. Another financial. Im- no. I
0: mean, I've med- medical is yeah. one. Yeah, sure. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, a significant uh, medical yeah, expense. but if
2: you have decent, yeah, that's right. If you yeah. don't have health insurance, you could have a big financial emergency. Kind but of given You know
0: the what? Some. You know, sometimes insurance companies don't want to pay for X, Y, Z surgery, yeah. Yeah. or you know, and, yeah. and and but it's necessary, but it's but they don't think it is, and yeah. yeah. Stuff, yeah and, and by stuff. the
2: way, we could we could yeah. probably spend a while trying to define emergency. But if your car dies and you have to buy a new car, that's not an emergency, <laughs> or it shouldn't be. You know, so so the definition of what yeah. an emergency is in your Life and and how we may think about it may differ, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay. If if you consider buying a new car emergency, then then your emergency b- b- reserves ought to be bigger. Yeah. You know, sort of. Thing. That's okay. So anyway, it you know for for years and years and years, the folks that that I would meet, there'd be a, a good percentage of them that would say, "Well, why would, why do I need that?"
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. because
2: they never had one. Right. O- okay. Or, or folks would say. Well, you don't get paid any money for that. By the way, that was when the interest rates were 5%. I know, and run. now you literally well, don't get paid well, for I, having I, cash you know, in the bank. Wh- yeah. Why do I need yeah. one and I don't earn any money on that? Well, the, the short story is most people need one sometime. Okay? Uh, and, uh, by the way, you never earned any money on it, and that's not the point. That, that's not your investment money. You know, some people w- w- would say uh, to us, give me, give me a good reason for why I should have an emergency reserve. Well, because you want to crash your investments if you need $15,000. And there's a pretty good chance if you need $15,000, the market's down 20% and your investments are off 15% and mm-hmm. you're, you're selling from a down sort of a thing. So mm-hmm. one justification I'll pound home occasionally is an emergency reserves will allow you to leave your money run and, okay, and yeah. not interrupt that at a bad time. So mm-hmm. lots of good reasons to have one as a short story.
0: And how many times have you heard, oh, yeah, I have, a, I have, I have you know, an emergency reserve. They might not use the term, but you're you're talking about it and they're, oh yeah, Yeah. I have this Vanguard account over here. I'm like, Ah. well, is it invested? Oh yeah, it's like in a stock portfolio. You know, people people look at a chunk of money and maybe it hasn't gone down much in the last several years and they kind of look at that as that's my fallback. I can grab that if I need it. But if it's invested, especially in a stock portfolio or a heavy (laughs) stock portfolio that doesn't always go up and not a good... Uh, chunk of yeah. money to earmark for emergencies. Yeah,
2: your your emergency reserve should be liquid money, and my definition of liquid money is you can get at it quick, and it doesn't go down. Yeah. Okay. And and that's how, yeah, so yeah. people that aggravates some people, <laughs> but that's because they never had an emergency sort of a thing. So by the way, the, so the flip side of that is we. Have, <laughs> I just thought of this. We have more than a few clients who have way, way, way too much money. Okay, above and beyond what they really need in their emergency reserves, yeah. because they're conservative investors. Yeah. And, and that's a good problem to have. It, but it, it yep, is a good problem yep. to have, but I, but I just, I just have to laugh about it. Um, you know, I'll say, well, so when's the last time you had a hundred and fifty thousand dollar emergency? By the way, you know, yeah. something like that. But anyway, that I, I, and I you digest. know, if they're
0: telling you they have one hundred and fifty, they really it, it, have two hundred.
2: Yeah, it's under the mattress. Yeah, yeah and, you,
0: and I'm like, I'm yeah. not asking because yeah. I'm trying to invest yeah. it. I yeah. just <laughs> want to know the number. <laughs> that's number. secret stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. they like, we didn't tell you about everything.
2: You know, by the way, so. So, so yeah. how much should you have? You know it depends like anything else uh it should be an amount that makes you feel comfortable yeah. once you start thinking about all the things you have to worry about <laughs> you you know, you know what i mean and yeah so there yeah, there yeah. are guidelines you know I, I, probably the easiest way to think about it is if you're going to be unemployed, how long would it take you to get back to work yeah okay, and if the answer is six months, then maybe you ought to have six months' worth of income in that portfolio yeah, you know if you're you know if you're self-employed and your business is up and down maybe your answer is a year you know so, so h- how much is in there it varies for everybody based on yeah. your financial circumstances and your comfort level uh but folks you just you, you just got to have that uh it, it's like peace of mind money you know you, yeah. you can you can just feel good about having it uh and that that's okay uh but you know um what you know, most of your folks, you know, you you, you met most most folks uh, in your clients in the last five years, do, do they have them? Do they not have them? We're, emergency we're, reserves. Yeah. 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 Uh, most uh, people do, have them. Do, do, is everybody pretty much, you know, maybe uh, uh, maybe younger generations of folks are more savvy about that than maybe older? But I'm not. Uh, you,
0: maybe that's the case. But m- yeah. most people I meet now have emergency cash. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, okay. It's it's I think most people know that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um the people that we meet don't know everything they need to know about yeah. finances and, and yeah. investing and that's why they have us. But yeah. most people know that they need a cash in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. A lot a lot of people and I I tend to agree with this. A lot of people have a home equity line. Yeah. If they have a home equity line open, they yeah. look at that as like an emergency reserve. Yeah. And I tend to agree with that as long as they also have at least some cash in the bank. Yeah. Like, I look at yeah. it, that's a great backup to your emergency reserve. Yeah. So maybe your emergency reserves doesn't need to be 50000 Maybe yeah. we're okay at twenty or thirty if you have a home equity line. Yeah,
2: and if you don't have a balance
0: on it. If, if <laughs> meaning an open home equity line. Right, 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 yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, most people, even young you know, millennials seem to have this down. They know they need cash. And uh, yeah, most people I meet have some cash in yeah, the bank.
2: And, and that's a good point. So besides what you think should be for emergency reserves, okay, that the home equity line of credit is a backup and we, we tell yeah. almost everybody we meet get a home equity line of credit we didn't say use it yeah. we just said get one and have it in place and if all of a sudden your emergency reserves are too small because of this that or the other thing well then yeah. that, that's okay to you do. know
0: what it's sort a pain of of. in the butt to get a home equity line uh, these days oh i'm
2: sure it's oh, a, it's I'm a sure.
0: huge pain R-
2: really the, 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 pa- well, the, the, the well the the, yeah, the, the writing,
0: paperwork the, the under- underwriting, underwriting yeah, guidelines it's a, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, yeah that's
2: interesting that's interesting but um Yeah, by the way, in our next show, oh my gosh. I know, it's it's already 10 o'clock. Not enough time. No? Your time for summary comments. All right, summary
0: comments. Um, That was financial stuff that you don't want to talk about, things that we were trying to address, things that kind of people want to ignore and just uh, sort of come at it from, um, well, here's why you should think about it and maybe stop ignoring it and addressing the problem earlier rather than later is generally better for you financially. So... Uh, We will continue this because there was lots more on that outline. So we'll do a follow-up show. Sounds like fun. You're listening to McNamara on Money. Check out our podcast in your podcast app. If you ever miss a show, just search McNamara on Money on your podcast app. I'm Alyssa McNamara-Reed. That was my father, Mike McNamara, joining me this morning. You can find out more about us at McNamaraFinancial.com. I hope everyone has a lovely weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.